Hello, hello, and welcome to The Vegas Voice on AM 1400 KSHP Las Vegas. The Vegas Voice, the voice for your health, wealth, and good times. It's the free monthly magazine. Learn more at thevegasvoice.net. Hi, everybody. John the announcer here, and man, oh, man, do we have a cool show on tap. So let's bring on the host. Here is comic impressionist Rich Natoli. Welcome to the Vegas Voice Radio Show. Rich Natoli here. Got a great show for you today. We have got a uh, uh, a gentleman who's a, a veteran comedian. He's an actor. He's in a brand new movie that's out, and he's done numerous projects and clubs and and uh, concert dates all over the country. And he's got a uh, 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 noggin blast hot sauce line. We'll talk about Bruce Baum joins us. Hi, Bruce. How you doing? Hey, good to have you on today. It's great to be on. I have to warn you, I've got a new, I, I got a kind of a puppy rescue dog. He's liable to bark at any time. Oh, that's all right. Mine does. <laughs> Mine does so it too. Feeding him, I'm feeding him treats. I normally just put him in another room, but we also, someone's cleaning the house right now. So uh, in, in 44 <laughs> years, my wife's always done it. I finally told her. Okay, I can't stand the mood you're in when you're cleaning the house. Hire somebody. Um, yeah, I know. I'm at that point now where I got to I got to start hiring somebody too. Anyways, we're we're talking to Bruce Baum now. Bruce is uh he's in a, a brand new movie um called Faith Wins, and the movie is out on seven streaming platforms. Uh, and uh, one of them is uh, YouTube. You can catch a movie on YouTube and just go on there and put in Faith Wins Movie. And Bruce co-stars in that movie uh, playing the part of Beanie, uh, a homeless uh, guy from the street that uh, the lead character meets sure. on the street and he shows him how to be homeless. So um, you getting any feedback from the movie? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a lot of people that, you know, are texting me. They really liked it. Uh, and... Uh and uh, yeah, they're just all everybody. Lo- I'm surprised it's a full length movie. It's already got over fifty thousand views on YouTube. Oh, over fifty two thousand as of this morning. It's like fifty two thousand two hundred and wow. something. Yeah, so it's 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 doing probably averaging a couple of hundred a day in views. It's doing very well. Couple thousand a day. I mean, couple thousand a day. I'm sorry, couple of thousand. The, uh, it's doing yeah, it's doing very well, and and so. Um, yeah, and we've been picked up on set. We're on seven platforms. Uh, all of them are not live yet, but they will be very, very shortly, uh, by the end of the month. So we're, uh, and we're, and, and our distributors telling us that there's going to be more. So they're, they're actively, uh, you know, pitching more, uh, more venues for it. So, uh, everybody seems to be really happy with it. And, uh, I, you know, I'm getting, I get messages from people all over the place saying that, you know, they love the message of it, you know? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's that's what everybody likes. The message. It's it's also not heavy-handed. That's I think a lot of people have mentioned that that it it puts the message across without hammering, and it's still just as effective. Yeah, it's and, like the scene in the movie. The scene in the movie that we did where you go. Oh, they, they don't come up to you with their head half cocked saying, do you want to go to heaven? <laughs> no, we, right. don't, we don't do that in this movie. <laughs> so, um, I got, yeah. You, you know, when we were shooting there on one of my nights off, this I couldn't believe. I went and saw Diana Ross 
Mm-hmm. And, and they're not even using the real Supremes anymore. They're using Al Roker and Judy <laughs> from Back to Life. <laughs> I, so, you know, I, you know. It, nowadays, we don't know what's real anymore anywhere. It's like, uh, you know, listen, the world is a scam and there's no customer service. <laughs> I'm telling you, we could do that T-shirt. We got to do uh, it. We got to do it. We got to do it's it. It's become more real since we talked about it. It's I, unbelievable. I'm telling you, you know, the, 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 the few people I talk to when I mention that, they go, oh, you guys got to do that. That's, that's hilarious. Uh, everybody can relate to it. It's really crazy. I mean, what's going on in the world? Anyways, Bruce's website is Bruce Baum, B-A-U-M dot com uh actor comedian writer and uh now, now let's let's uh let's chat a, a, a little bit about noggin blast you you have the the line of hot sauce which is terrific tell the folks about that and how they can buy it well i make an organic hot sauce i grow the peppers organically everything else is organically certified and uh right now we've got ghost pepper with with massive garlic hot sauce and then i've also made a new rub that you can put it on anything you eat unless it's moving uh, <laughs> and yeah. uh yeah and the sauce is doing great like i said it's it's it, the price includes i send everything out priority mail and thank god this is doing well because i had a couple businesses that didn't do too well uh i had a feng shui store <laughs> that apparently I opened in a very bad location. And, and, and also, I, I kind of invented, you know, when the electrician or plumber comes over to your house yeah. and they bend over and you can see that crack? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I invented crack spackle. <laughs> that, way, that way, if dad's an electrician or a plumber and he's leaving for work, you can call the kids down and say, hey, come on down. It's time to crack spackle pop. You know, you know, now that's hilarious. You know, I'll tell you a funny story. When I lived in Florida, I, 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 they hired me to do a convention for a bunch of plumbers, you know, at one of the hotels and, and they called a meeting like the night before I was to do the show. And they, and I swear they, they sat there and they were real serious and they said, absolutely no butt crack jokes. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, how are you not going to do butt crack jokes when you do a show for a bunch of plumbers? <laughs> yeah. But man, so. they were like real touchy about it. But um, so, yeah, so the noggin blast, so they can now do they, can they, do they get a deal if they order more than one or how does that work? Yeah, there's, we've got a couple specials up there now. The the hot this everything is small batch so this batch pretty hot so if you like heat uh, and and the uh, the rub is like a seasoning but if it's not hot enough for you and it's just got a little zing it's not really that hot there's a a dehydrated ghost pepper in every bottle so you can crumble more into it if you want it even hotter. Yeah, Mickey, Mickey, my son, you know, he loves your hot sauce. He he loves the hot stuff. You know, the, the stuff that's real hot, I don't go for the real, real hot stuff. I go for kind of like mildly hot. But he likes that burning, you know, Hispanic burn the hole through your mouth, uh, real Mexican hot, hot stuff, you know. That's what this batch. Once in a while I make a, like I had a blueberry, I had a, a, a habanero, blueberry lime now that wasn't that hot but yeah this hot one the one your son likes can also be used as a weapon 
So, <laughs> yeah. And I should mention a portion of your proceeds go to uh, uh, Elaine Boozler's Tales of Joy, right, for her, the pets? Right. Well, right now we're actually doing it for Carrie Snow. Oh, Carrie, okay. I try to, I try to give away, you know, so she had a stroke. She's a comedian, so we're uh, giving our profits to Carrie Snow right now. Yeah, Carrie so, Snow, a great, great comedian, and she um, – she worked a lot in the San Francisco clubs, I believe, because that's where I started. So yeah, I she, she had, yeah, she had a stroke, but she's coming on back. And you know what? We'll do a batch later in the year for the homeless project that uh, that the film is supporting. Yeah, so, well, we're gonna start. We're gonna start. I'm in meetings now. We're gonna start the uh, Faith Wins Telethon for the Homeless Entertainment Telethon for the Homeless here in Vegas. Um, I'm hope to start it in September. We have a tentative date of September 10th, but we're still in meetings to solidify that date. Um, but we want to, that's what we want to do. And just, you know, just kind of start it small and see how big we can grow it because, you know, Tiger Todd, who we, we partnered with, he does hero schools for the homeless and Tiger is doing amazing work. You know, he, he gets the homeless people off the street and he puts them through his programs, which helps them helps each individual person, you know, get to the root of why they're on the street, how they can get their life back, what what they need to do, what kind of help they need. So he addresses all the key issues of their situation. And he's had am- amazing success in keeping people that he puts through his programs off the street and getting their life back. And, and uh, it's amazing what he's done. So you know, the money that we raise on the telethon will go to him and, and his hero schools. And, you know, the goal would be, can we get, can we get this telethon to a national level? And can we, can we get hero schools all over the country? And, and, uh, you know, it's an interesting thing with the, when you, we talk about the homeless, because like, uh, Tiger and I have talked about this on, on and off the air that, you know, cities like Los Angeles, they'll put three, four million dollars into the homeless population. But yet there's more homeless people on the streets than ever before. And I, and I would say to Tiger, well, how is that possible? And he said, well, number one, you got crooked politicians, you know, that we don't know where the yeah. money's going. The money doesn't get to where it's supposed to go, you know. And then, then the other side is that they don't address the, the real key issue, you know, uh, for, because it's, it's such, uh, an individual problem. You know, if you talk to 10 homeless people in the streets, all 10 of them have a different reason and a different journey as to how they ended up there, you know? Right. And so those issues have to be addressed. And so, you know, they mean well by putting money into the thing, but it goes along the lines with, you know, feed a man a fish he eats for a day, but teach him how to fish and he'll, he'll know how to eat for the rest of his life. And, and that's really what, tiger is doing is he's teaching them you know how to fish so to speak to to get their life back and 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 you know a lot of substance abuse and all these different issues that that have to be uh clarified you know yeah that's all it's all good uh let me know when the telethon is i'd be more than happy to come in and Oh, no. Yeah, absolutely. We, we really want to get that thing going and booming. And, uh, and we have a great talent base of, of, uh, you know, like yourself and so many great entertainers that would, would love to come on and support that. And, and we're going to, it looks like we're going to do it over at that notor- at notoriety over there where we did the premiere. Um, oh, good. Over, over there. And, uh, he wants to, he wants to do it over there. So, uh, that'll be good, you know, and we'll get, you know, as much media as we can to cover it and, and that kind of thing. And so, so now you, I, I'm looking at your bio, you know, it's amazing. You know, Bruce Baum, Bruce Baum's website, brucebaum.com. Um, you've done voiceovers and everything like The Simpsons, right? 
Well, yeah, I was actually on The Simpsons as myself. I know. So I'm, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at it. That's a, that's a classic. I'm looking at the, the photo right here with the, the inner tube around your, around your waist. So was it was it uh, Criminy Pete, right? It was uh, actually it was The Last Temptation of Krusty. <laughs> uh, What's Criminy? What, why does it say Criminy? Uh, Criminy Pete is what you said. Oh, it's probably what you said. I right? might have said Yeah. yeah. The, uh, it was there was a uh, a comedy festival in Springfield, uh-huh. and it was Jay Leno, Janine Garofalo, Bobcat Goldthwait, Stephen Wright, and myself. And my biggest thrill is on the poster on the show. I'm not the last name at the bottom, so <laughs> that I expect yeah. it to be. Well, so, yeah, but you're on there. That's the most important thing. Yeah. yeah. I know. That, that, With, do you watch the Oscars? Did you watch the Oscars at all? I did, begrudgingly. But yeah. you, know, you know what I don't understand is, wouldn't you think, judging from a comedy point of view and ratings point of view, <laughs> if they would have had Chris Rock on there again, wouldn't that have took, taken their ratings through the roof because everybody wanted to see what he would say? Yeah, well, he pretty much said it on his special the week before. Yeah, maybe that's why. I guess he probably, did, yeah, he probably didn't and want to do thought, it again. Actually, I thought Jimmy Kimmel did a pretty good job. Yeah, he you know, did I a great job. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he he does a great job. Uh, yeah, I said begrudgingly because I uh, I wasn't sure how they were going to handle it, but I thought Jimmy did a fantastic job of you know j- just the right everything without offending anyone. Everybody's offended by something now. Everybody's offended. What's go? You know, there was there was some people, um, you know, uh, that came to a show that that goes on after our show at the Tuscany called the Rat Pack. You know, and it's about you know Dean Martin. It's about the Rat Pack. You know, Dean Martin and Sammy and Frank. And so it's a it's a you know it's a nostalgia show that does jokes that were you know, that they did at that time. And some woman said, some woman the other night said, "Well, I, I'm." I, I want I want my money back because I I was offended at some of the anti woman jokes in the show, <laughs> and, the, and the people the people in the box office said, "Well, they're doing the jokes that Sinatra and Sammy and Dean Martin did. That that's what it's a period piece kind of show." <laughs> she didn't understand that, you know. So I think nowadays it's like. Uh, you know, people are offended at nostalgia. <laughs> they're they're yeah. saying they're saying, well, we're offended at what what used to be. We don't want to we don't want to even acknowledge what used to be. <laughs> I, don't yeah. I don't know. It's bizarre. We're talking to comedian Bruce Baum, and uh, he co-stars in the movie Faith Wins and uh, plays the character of uh, Beanie in the movie. Uh, this movie addresses the homeless issue. It's a beautiful story. You can see the movie uh, on Roku. You can see it on uh, on YouTube and other streaming platforms. If you go to YouTube, put in Faith Wins Movie. You can see it. we got to take a quick commercial. We'll be right back with comedian, actor, writer, Bruce Baum. You're listening to The Vegas Voice on AM 1400 KSHP Las Vegas. Stick around. Rich and I return right after this. Hi there, I'm pretty sure I'm Bruce Baum. And if you like hot sauce, you're gonna really like, or possibly love, my new Noggin Blast organic hot sauces. Available at NogginBlast.com. These are hot sauces the whole family can enjoy, depending on how you raised your family. 
How many times have you thought to yourself, gee, I wish I could have some hot sauce and rescue an animal at the same time? Well, now you can, because $2 if every bottle sold of Noggin Blast hot sauce is being donated to Elaine Boozler's Tales of Joy Animal Rescue. Every bottle is signed by me, whether you want me to or not. So if you want some, it's at NogginBlast.com. That's N-O-G-G-I-N. B-L-A-S-T, NogginBlast.com. It's the funniest show in town. Jewman Group at the Tuscany Suites and Casino. A comedy thousands of years in the making. Wednesday to Saturday, 5.30 p.m. in the Copa Room at the Tuscany. From the Catskills to the Borscht Belt to the shimmering lights of Las Vegas. It's Jewman Group at the Tuscany. For tickets and information, log on to JewmanGroup.com. That's JewmanGroup.com. You're going to laugh your tuchus off. Replacing your air conditioning and heating system is a big decision. That's why Johnny on the Spot Air Conditioning and Heating tailors every new unit estimate to meet our clients' needs. We go over all the options with you and custom design a new system for you and your home. And of course, these consultations are always free. Schedule your free new unit estimate online at johnnys.vegas or call us at 702-JOHNNYS. That's 702-564-6697. Contractor license number 76827. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-622-8802 That's 800-622-8802 the Vegas Voice continues. Here again, Rich Natoli. Welcome back to the Vegas Voice. Rich Natoli, your host here with uh, comedian, actor, writer Bruce Baum on the line from uh, Hollywood, California. Bruce co-stars in the movie uh, Faith Wins, which is available now uh, streaming live on uh, seven platforms, including uh, YouTube and Roku. And if you go to YouTube and put in Faith Wins movie, you can watch the movie. Um, and, and Bruce, we should mention his dog that he had before, uh, called Annie. Her name was Annie. Great dog. And she played the character of Rhodey in the movie. Very important to the film. She did a great job, didn't she, Bruce? She did. Unfortunately, she, uh, she had to cross the uh, rainbow bridge. Yeah. But catch her last performance. You know, she she went did. out a movie star though. Yeah, well, and she used you know she she went out with the Rin Tin Tin's great grandson, <laughs> yeah, and Blasi's cousin. There you go. So, yeah, but you know I work with animals all the time, and a lot of times it's things that nobody else is working on. In fact, I I've just bred some black widow spiders that like to cuddle. 
So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the good luck with that one. <laughs> so, so now tell me about, I was reading your, I'm reading your, your bio, looking at your stuff. Oh, tell, tell us about Lenny and the Devil. Okay. Well, I've got a, I do a bunch of little cartoons. I've done about nine of them. As a matter of fact, if you go to, you can follow me on Instagram at, at, uh, at Bruce Bomb Comic. And I've got a couple Lenny episodes on there. It's a character, it's animated, and he's got, uh, like this latest one I put on, he ponders the question, if, we're, if people are going to talk about interspecies breeding, why not consider a masseusopus? <laughs> uh, an eight-armed masseuse that can massage four people at the same time, get tips, and pay taxes. It's a win-win for everyone. So a, he also yeah. has... There's another one where he has a conversation with the devil, and I've got some other ones that'll, that I'll be putting up, but you can pretty much get them at, at Bruce Baum Comic, or uh, on YouTube, I've got a channel uh, called Personal Stash, but the easiest way is at Bruce Bomb comic, probably. Yeah, and I, I watched that devil one. It was very funny. It was hilarious. I was like going, oh, I didn't even know he had that one out, but you got, you're doing new ones all the time with those? I've got about seven or eight, so I've got to wait till I've only run off a couple of them. So I've got more. I've got one where uh, Lenny asks uh, uh, puking questions. Yeah. Uh, here you go. Lay down. <laughs> more treats. Uh, so yeah, they're just kind of questions like you know, like when you go to cook something and it says preheat oven. For 10 minutes at 350 degrees. Right. Once it's 350 degrees, why do you have to wait 10 minutes? You know? (laughs) The oven doesn't know how long it's been 350 degrees. (laughs) Right. Nor does the food you're going to be putting in there. (laughs) So so he does those kind of questions, and uh, those will be coming up. Another one is, you know, how come you can't look the gift horse in the mouth? You know, other parts should come way before the mouth. <laughs> then, then uh, the, on the holiday time, I was watching the uh, Christmas with Dimples the cow. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's my cow. It, it kind of acts <laughs> like a dog. It can repel and catch frisbees. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's a it's my uh, my house cow. And so now. Um, Okay, so now when you started, you started as a stand-up, and, and, or you started as an actor. Which one did you start uh, doing first? Well, you know what? I started as a singer-songwriter. Really? And really? I yeah, didn't... I, yeah, I started off, and what I would do is the troubadour used to have a hootenanny night. Well, that gives you an idea of how long ago it was. It was called a hootenanny. Uh, and the first three people in line got to go up. Everybody else was a regular. So I would go out there at six in the morning and sleep in my sleeping bag in front of the box office at the Troubadour on Santa Monica Boulevard to make sure I got on. Nobody else showed up till three in the afternoon, but I got on and I was starting to play around. I was in a little cafe in, uh, in the Valley called the good foods cafe. It was like a, an organic restaurant before it was popular. I was playing there in the evening and while I was playing, two dogs walked in and started started loving each other. Okay, <laughs> right, right in front of me. 
and the whole place just stopped. And I said, this really ticks me off because they know they're not on until after the jugglers. <laughs> and, and that got a laugh. That got a laugh. I went, wow, that was easier than singing for three minutes and then getting applause. Yeah. So I started working more comedy in, and, uh, and then phased in when I went to UC Davis. I started doing comedy with uh, my partner at the time, uh, Ken Eston. It was Bob and Eston. We would run into like libraries and dining commons, blow a horn, do three or four minutes of stand-up, and then run away. <laughs> and then write a letter to the school paper saying there's guys running into the library. We can't study because they're making us laugh. Please get them up. And then we write a letter the next day saying there's uh, there's people coming into the student health center with broken cheeks. And the only common denominator is that they were laughing in the library yesterday. <laughs> so this was before there was comedy clubs or promo. We were just kind of doing guerrilla comedy. And that's how it started. Then when we graduated college, we came down here and eventually got an audition at the comedy store. Yeah. So now let's, okay. So let's go back in time a little bit with it, with that. When the comedy, you know, before the comedy clubs, now I, I had heard, I don't know if this is true, but I had heard that when Mitzi first got the comedy store, there wasn't enough comedians, right? To do time. Like she had to go out and look for comedians. Does that sound, does that sound right? Or? Yeah, and they were letting us, yeah. As a matter of fact, the very first time I went on at the comedy store, I was on a date, and everybody was bombing, and I and this was when Sammy Shore had it, before the divorce. Okay. I asked if I could go on, and they said, sure. And I just went on and killed. I don't remember what I did, but I, and they said, gee, where have you been working out? I said, that was it. That was my first time. <laughs> they invited me back the next night, and I called all my buddies from high school, because that's where we used to go to impress chicks, is the comedy store. Well, and they said, they said, you're not going on. I said, yeah, I went on last night. So they all came out. I bombed the worst death. You could hear people stirring their drinks. You could hear the traffic outside. And I didn't go on again. For several years, and so I went up to college, but I never came back to the store until Mitzi had it. So the first time was like 72, and the second time was like 74. Wow, so, so a couple of years went by. Yeah, and, and I hadn't planned on being a comic. I had planned on being a lawyer. As a matter of fact, when I decided to go into comedy, law schools across the country applauded my decision. <laughs> well, because you, your dad was a lawyer, right? Yeah, he was a lawyer, and uh, you know, back then, you know, I, I comedy wasn't even a choice. As a matter of fact, I, a couple of years ago, every year they do this uh, survey of the most depressed uh, professions, and it's usually dentists yeah. are the most depressed. Uh, and uh, about two years ago, comedians came in number one. And I wrote, I wrote on the internet. That's a good thing. When I started, it wasn't even a profession. Yeah, at least, yeah. At least now we're, we're people are. There's so many comedy clubs now that people are growing up, and comedy is a choice. You know, yeah. you used to have to be in New York and L.A. Now you can be in Des Moines. So, kind of like, oh. it's, it's uh, my dog agrees. Yeah. Uh, 
We're talking to comedian actor Bruce Baum and Bruce. Uh, if you want to catch him on Instagram, you can uh, you can look at some of the, the the funny things that he's doing with animation and and other projects. And that's uh, 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 at Bruce Baum Comic at Bruce Baum Comic on Instagram. His website is brucebaum.com and Baum is B A U M as in Mary. So brucebaum.com. Uh, at Bruce Baum Comic on Instagram, and so now, when you started though, it was was when you first started doing the comics. Like when you went back in '74, was Letterman and Leno were all these guys there at that time? Letterman and my partner and I auditioned for the Comedy Store on the same night. Wow! We both became regulars on the same night, uh, and uh, so yeah. Leno was on the East Coast. He was known. And back in those days, guys on the East Coast would come out once a year for what they would call pilot season. It was usually February and March to get cast. And then pilots were picked up in May. Now, pilot season is year-round. It's not just three networks. There's like, what, 49? And so, uh, yeah, that's why I'm saying you can be anywhere now because... You don't need to come out just in February and March. People are even doing auditions over the Internet now. So things have really kind of exploded. And the guys that were there in the beginning were the guys that, you know, lit the fuse for this comedy boom. Yeah, because I think, wasn't it Pryor was there and didn't he play the place? And did George Carlin play in there? Yeah, Gabe Kaplan was the big draw when it first opened up. Uh, yeah, because he had Cotter, right? Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, so, yeah, he was like the first comic that, that busted out. So you would go to the comedy store hoping to see Gabe Kaplan. Then when I got there, the big guys were Freddie Prince, Jimmy Walker, uh, so. Yeah, so now what guys, about, now did you, did you, were you friends with Freddie Prince? Didn't know him that well, but Jimmy, and he wasn't there, you know, I probably would have become better friends with him, but Jimmy and I are pretty close, and, uh, you know, Elaine Boozler uh, was was there back then, so... Yeah, I remember, I remember Elaine, I remember Elaine told me, she goes, uh, back in New York, she goes, I, I, I drove Freddie Prince home one time after a gig, and she goes... I had to lock the car door. She goes, he he lived in this really, really bad neighborhood. She goes, it was kind of scary driving through there late at night. Because, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I mean, this was before he, he was famous and stuff. So I guess he was in like Hell's Kitchen. Wasn't it the area where he came from? I think probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But so, he was... As um, a matter of fact, yeah. they've got some very interesting stuff on I'm also... If you've got Showtime, the Comedy Store docu-series, I, I'm on that quite a bit. And they do some stuff on P- Freddie Prince those last couple days that even I didn't know about. So it was done by Mike Binder, who was a comic, and he's actually doing comedy again, but he's a pretty big-time director also. So if you got Showtime... Uh, the Comedy Store documentary series. So I think it's five or six episodes. I remember when you said Mike Binder. I remember. Uh, I remember Mitzi would say, uh, "Well, I would work there, you know, one day a week," or and she would go, 
you're on after Mike Binder. <laughs> As he was always on in there. Yeah, he was, he was yeah, he was always on at the store. And uh he, Yeah. He's just getting back into stand up again. He's been touring for for years. He was a big time director and you know, showrunner. So it's good to see him back out on the road again. He's got some funny stuff. Yeah, and Argus uh, ha- Argus Hamilton, huh? He still plays over there, right, Argus? Yeah, he comes with the building. <laughs> I know. I think. I think it's like if they if they sell the place, they go. You got to take. You have to take Argus. She had it in the will. You got to take Argus with the place. <laughs> I think so. He's there every night. So. He's there every night. Wow. I'm pretty sure. And so now who, yeah. who now is the family running the, the comedy store now? Like, do you know who, I don't know who's in charge over there. I haven't been there in so many years. I don't. Well, I don't know who's actually in charge, George, but it's still owned by, you know, the Shore family. Yeah. So it's, uh, so, I don't know. Yeah, I know Pauly, uh, I see, he comes into Vegas and works here and stuff once in a while. The Ice House got sold to the buses, the people that own the Laugh, the laugh Factory. Oh, is I that mean, right? The, oh, wow. Wait, 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 wait. I made a mistake. He bought the ice house, but it's the people that own the Lakers. It's a little bigger than the Oh, the factor. Lakers. Yeah. The La- oh, yeah. they bought it, huh? So now, so yeah. did they keep everything the same? I mean, is it is it pretty they, much, do they book it the same way it was booked? And how, how does that work? I don't know. They just opened like a week or two ago. Oh. They were closed, I guess, during the pandemic. So, yeah, I haven't been out to see whether they've redone the room or... But that was always a great room to play, so I d- doubt that's gone away. Yeah, the the ice. What was all great about the ice house is those brick walls, because it sounded like you're, you know, if you were getting moderate laughs, it sounded like you were killing in there. <laughs> oh, that was that's that that room. If you don't do well in the ice house. You're not going to do well anywhere. Right. That's, that's right. exactly right. It was so easy. Yeah. And but I'll tell you what was a tough room that I always thought was a tough room. Um, well, there was two, two, two. I always thought the comedy store was very easy with the tourist crowds and, and the laugh stops. They were all very easy. But the two rooms that I thought were really tough for me was the, the improv, the Hollywood improv, yeah. I thought was very industry kind of judgmental kind of crowd that wasn't there to really enjoy you. They were there more to critique you. <laughs> and I agree with that. Yeah. And then I thought the comedy magic club was that beach crowd down there. I, I, I always didn't have fun in there. And so I played there several times and I went, Oh, I don't want to play here anymore. <laughs> I, I don't know. Did you, did you like that place down there? Yeah, I, I, that was almost my home club pool. In fact, uh, before the club opened up, Bill Kirkenbauer and a mime named Tina Leonard and myself were out on the beach with bullhorns uh, <laughs> doing stand-up, saying that there's going to be a comedy club here in a couple of weeks. So, yeah, that I always enjoyed the Hermosa Beach Comedy and Magic Club. The improv, though... Uh, it was not as welcoming and it's got a different feel than the comedy store yeah it really did have a different feel i don't know what 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 do you think it is was it like a heavy industry crowd in there or i don't know very hollywood yeah yeah i think that's it the room isn't set up for laughs the way some other rooms are now the the improv rooms on the road back then 
were fantastic. Yeah, ones. because they were in. Yeah. yeah, they were in. They were in quote normal cities. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I mean, when we were when you and I worked together, like in Houston, I mean, what, what those crowds were so easy, weren't they? When we did the laugh stops and those kind of places, and they had. Yeah. Uh, of course, they had laugh stops everywhere at that time. You know, Palm Springs and Houston and Austin and and Claremont and Montclair and all those places. You know, the the laugh stops were great. They were, you know, but uh, the other thing is back then, other than the clubs in Hollywood, to the rest of the country, especially in the early eighties, it was brand new. People didn't see live stand up; they were watching it on television. And a comedy in television is really a comedian in a cage. When you see him in a club, it's a comedian in their jungle. You yeah. get to see them in the wild. So people, the laughs back then were, were, were just like, you know, you never heard laughs like that before until you hit the road because people were seeing something brand new and the laughs were explosive. Yeah. And everything was new. Everything. I mean, yeah. you know, Travel was different. Uh, what you got paid was different. It was, yeah, and then and then was, the, and the club owners were happy to see you there because uh, it was something that you know they were excited about. People were piling in. I remember a room I used to work all the time in Oklahoma City called Jokers. They were oh, yeah. they were selling out every on Tuesdays. Oh, you yeah. know, and they. Uh, the owners, the managers were there every night. Now, yeah. now they not so much. So, it yeah, it was a whole different time. It was brand new. The way the people in vaudeville can say that'll never happen again. The boom, you know. Yeah, you know. it was a, but it was a good about a twenty year run, right, with those places. Yeah, and now it seems more corporate, and I'm not I'm not slamming that, but. It's much more corporate than it was back then, where everything was kind of loose and brand new. Yeah. Uh, so I'm getting more into, like, video and acting and putting things on the Internet. Because uh, you really, traveling, just it's fun when you're on stage, but the rest of the time is... Not as fun as it used to be. Yeah, and it's uh, it's getting real. The travel is getting more difficult nowadays with the airlines. Uh, they don't, you know, I mean, I mean, all they give you is uh, a couple of snacks. <laughs> yeah. What what do you what do you say what do you say when uh, when the guy sitting next to you gets sucked out of the aircraft at thirty thousand feet? Uh, can I have his peanuts? <laughs> I'm I'm starving. <laughs> We're talking to comedian Bruce Baum. The website is brucebaum.com. Uh, Instagram, you can catch him at, uh, at Bruce Baum Comic, uh, actor, comedian, writer. We're going to take another quick break, and then we got remaining time with Bruce Baum right after this. You're listening to The Vegas Voice, brought to you by The Vegas Voice magazine. Learn more at thevegasvoice.net. Don't go away. Rich and I return right after this. 
Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All American Dish, your Dish authorized retailer now. 800 344 2066. 800 344 2066. That's 800 344 2066. Offers require credit qualification, 24 month commitment, early termination fee, and e auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Recover Now is a national campaign aimed at the education and awareness of the devastating effects of opioid and heroin abuse and curbing drug and alcohol addiction in the United States. Recover Now is sponsored by treatment facilities nationwide. Many of them have been where you are, and they want to help by spreading a message of hope and recovery. They're working hand-in-hand with major insurance companies nationwide that can help you or a loved one get clean in 7 to 30 days. Recover Now is embarking on a national outreach campaign on TV and radio to promote anti-addiction messages. So if you, a loved one, or someone you know has a problem with drugs or alcohol, do not wait. A new life for you could be 30 days away. Call us right now. I promise this call can change your life. Sponsored by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. 800-936-5087. 800-936-5087. That's 800-936-5087. Holy gentle giants, dog food, Batman. I'm Burt Ward, Robin from the Batman TV series. I was the caped crusader, and now I'm the canine crusader. After rescuing and feeding 15,500 dogs for 23 years, my wife and I created a natural, low-fat, heart-healthy, made-in-America dog food and special feeding and care program designed to help all dogs live amazingly longer, healthier, happier lives. Our dogs are living as long as 27 healthy, active years. Yours can too. That's twice their normal lifespan and triple for some breeds. Would you like your dog to live as long as 27 years and still be active and healthy? Gentle Giants Dog Food is complete nutrition for all dogs and puppies, all ages and sizes, and is different from other dog foods without the greasy coating and high fat content that can shorten your dog's life. Try our Gentle Giants life-enhancing dog food for the longer, healthier, happier life of your dog. Are you in bad pain? You know what I mean. Your knees hurt. Your shoulder hurts. Your elbow and back are constantly killing you. And I'm sure you've tried every pain pill or cream available at the drugstore. Am I right? Well, here's something you haven't tried. Pain Magic. Pain Magic is not available at any drugstore. The only place you can get it is by calling the special toll-free number I'm about to give you. And to make things even better, call right now and find out about our buy one, get one free offer. We're so confident it'll work for you that we offer a free bottle with your purchase. No prescription required. Call now to learn how you can get pain magic and get rid of your pain. Remember, your results may vary. 800-419-1971. 800-419-1971. That's 800-419-1971. Now, let's return to the Vegas Voice. Here again is comic impressionist Rich Natoli. Welcome back, Rich Natoli, the Vegas Voice Radio Show, talking to uh, comedian, actor, writer uh, Bruce Baum. 
who is uh, co-starring in a new movie called Faith Wins, which uh, is available on several streaming platforms. But you can go to YouTube and put in Faith Wins movie and see the uh, the great story. Uh, Bruce plays uh, the homeless man called Beanie, and the movie does a great job, uh, which shows the lead character how to be homeless in the movie. It's a great uh, story of uh, redemption and uh, finding faith and uh, all that good stuff. And uh, there's a there's a dog in the movie which. Uh, is has a great twist uh, to the relationship with the homeless men. So tune in and see that movie. And uh, Bruce also has a uh, uh, hot sauce brand called Noggin Blast Hot Sauce. You can go on uh, Instagram, uh, go to at uh, Bruce Baum Comic, and learn more about that. And Bruce Baum's website is brucebaum dot com. And so now you want to do more acting, more voiceovers, uh, all that. Yeah, I'm going to do more of that now. And I'm also working on a couple independent projects. So, yeah, it's, right now I enjoy writing uh, at home and, and and doing more acting stuff. And so no, so you don't do any, no music at all then? Like when you started, you did music. Do you do anything in, in music at all anymore or no? Yeah, I've written a couple uh, songs. There's... Uh, Let's see. I had, uh, well, years ago, Marty Feldman eyes. Oh, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. I remember that song. And then Kim Carnes ripped that off and did uh, Betty Davis eyes. Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I had another uh, song, Don't Drive. I'll put that back up. All things you shouldn't do while you're driving. Yeah. Uh, Mother Goose on 45. So, yeah, I still do some music. Uh, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm not. That's not my main thrust. That's too difficult. And so now, do you ever do you do anything at the comedy store anymore? Do you go there and work out anything, uh, or you don't? No, if I got to work out, there's a couple closer clubs I can just pop into. That's uh, that's quite a ways away, and uh, it's it's you know I live about an hour oh, away okay. from the comedy store. I'm out in I'm out in Ventura County. Oh yeah, okay. So, yeah, and isn't there like a uh, what was it? There's a Burbank room too. I think you played right. Uh, yeah, uh, flappers. I haven't so, yeah. been there. Flappers. Uh, but I've been doing other things. Like for instance, I know you. You know that I've always been looking for a portal to another dimension. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I came. I think I came. Well, what I did is I took a sea do. And I did donuts on the international dateline. <laughs> and I either traversed the portal or I was really dizzy. I'm not sure. And so now what about, so what about the other, uh, uh, other, other comics? Do you see anybody from the old school uh, at all anymore? Because everybody kind of gets on with their own careers and you kind of lose, you lose touch, you know? Yeah, well, I see. I, I play wiffle ball with some guys, uh, John Campanera, uh, Don Marrero once in a while. Uh, but yeah, since the pandemic, everybody's just starting to come out. So yeah, I know. It's, 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 isn't that isn't that funny? It's kind of like a. It's like the, after the Armageddon, some people are raising their heads, going, "You know, I'm still alive. Here I am." <laughs> Right. And then a real good friend of mine, Bill Kirkenbauer, moved to Thailand, so we talk on FaceTime a lot. Did he really? So, Did he move to Thailand? Yeah, right in the middle of the pandemic, so we had to hang in Cambodia for, like, months. Oh, gosh. So, what, did, did he marry yeah. a girl from there? Or how, what got no, him to, no. He, 
No, he's just always vacationing there and bought a condo there years ago. And so he waited till his wife retired, and then they moved. To, and his son lives over there. His son does a lot of international business. Yeah. So, yeah, they moved to Thailand. So wow. he loves it there. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. So how, lo- how long has he been there? Gosh, a couple of years now. Wow, wow, wow. Counting so, the Cambodia layover. Yeah. So, so was he so was he in LA right before before that then? He was still in LA? Yeah, yeah. But he would go visit Thailand God, for weeks every year. So, yeah, so I should mention you guys did a show years ago that was very popular called Make Me Laugh. And that Kirkenbauer and you and uh and uh, several other com- Kip Adada and several other comics. That was a very popular show. That how long oh, did yeah. that how long did that show run? It was forty weeks, yeah. uh, and that was the show that I believe started the comedy boom. Yeah, I think you're correct. I would agree with it, that. It was uh, Saget was on the show. Howie Mandel, Shanling, myself, Gallagher, Vic Dunlop, Kip Adada, and Denny Johnston, and. When clubs first started opening up, Detroit, Cleveland, they only hired the guys on Make Me Laugh because they would let us, you would shoot five days in a row and they'd let you plug it. Several days, they'd let you plug your gigs and we only shot two or three weeks in advance. So because it was so new, every show was sold out before you got to town and they were all using the Make Me Laugh comics. We would do the same room like every eight or 10 weeks and then the word got out how profitable the clubs were. Then you started getting chains like the Funny Bone, and the improv started expanding. Yeah. So, but it was all the guys from, you know, uh, from Make Me Laugh that were that were playing these rooms and getting comedy grease on the wheels. Yeah. And back then, you know, we all we had everybody had an act. You know, it's interesting now because you see so many people that they don't they don't even have an act. <laughs> you go. They, and yeah. I'm thinking, man, they couldn't have never even auditioned for Howard Trussman for the laugh stop chains because you had to have an act. <laughs> right. Back. It is odd. Yeah. It, it, it's odd for me. And I hate to sound like an old fart. But, you know, a lot of it's become diluted. There's funny. I love, like, Brian Regan. I love, you know, Jim Gaffigan, uh, Chris Rock. Uh, but then there's a lot of people. I don't understand. Guys put their stand-up out on the Internet. And you go, I wouldn't have put that out. It's not right. that good. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, but, right. But, hey, you know, there are still lots of funny people out there. It's just that, you know, now there's as many shows in any major city on any given night as there used to be in the entire country. Wow. So, wow. So, you know, that's why I would rather do more visual stuff uh, and get it on the internet. You can hit just as many people or more daily than you can traveling. Yeah. So now when you were doing the comedy store, was Robin Williams there then? Oh yeah. As a matter of fact, Robin, uh, (laughs) I kind of got to know Robin the same week my wife and I hooked up in San Diego. We had met once before, and Mitzi, I was still part of a team back then, Bob and Eston, and we had done like American Bandstand and Murph Griffin. So, so yeah, we were doing music back then, too. So Mitzi calls while we're in San Diego. I think the bill was myself, 
Skip Stevenson, and I forgot who else. And she says, uh, there's a guy coming down from San Francisco. He's going to audition at the Comedy Store next week. Can he come down and do some guest sets down there? Mm -hmm. I said, sure. And it was Robin. <laughs> so Robin came down, and we hung out for the week, and he killed. I went up for his audition on Monday night at the Comedy Store. He killed. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, oddly enough, some of the uh, shots in that series and stuff have shots of Robin and I improvising on stage uh, at the Comedy Store. Yeah, because yeah, Robin, Robin, yeah, Robin. Well, I started, I started in San Francisco at a club called the Holy City Zoo on Clement oh, he Street. There all the time. Oh, did you play there? Did you play there? Have you been? No, you, he did. All oh, the yeah, time. yes, he did. You, in fact, well, well, you know, I was like, you know, eighteen, and I started performing up there, and it was, you know, Dana Carvey and Kevin Pollack and and uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg would come in, and uh, Ellen DeGeneres and and Paula Poundstone, these people, and so. Uh, Robin, you know, we would be playing there on the weekends. And then they, I guess Mork and Mindy had just been, you know, just started. Um, it was right after the Happy Days thing, you know, that he made the thing and he had the, the Mork series just started. So Robin would come up on the weekends. And as soon as he walked in the door, you'd go, Oh no. Cause you'd know that I'm not following that. <laughs> yeah. And Robin would go up and do an hour, you know, and so. So, but he was there like every weekend, you know, and, uh, and then he would, I guess he was going back and forth to LA, you know? Yeah. There was a time at the comedy store for about a month, month and a half that I went on between Robin and Pryor. It would either be oh. Pryor, myself and Robin Ugh. or Robin, myself and then Pryor. Yeah. So it was, I was pretty much the inhalation between two ecstasies yeah <laughs> yeah it was uh, i mean you know but you know it's like it, you never know you know some of these i mean robin was like a he was like a hurricane that came through you know yeah um, um and so uh you know everybody everybody uh was working the places at the same time i followed milton burl one night at the comedy store <laughs> wow. and he said and he said to me he said to me hey i like some of your material and i said well you'll be doing it in cleveland next week and he goes you're right i will <laughs> yeah so we're bruce Baum. uh the website is brucebaum.com uh follow him on instagram go to uh at Bruce Bomb Comic and learn more about uh, how you can pick up the Noggin Blast, a terrific hot sauce. Uh, Bruce uh, co-stars in the movie uh, Faith Wins. You can catch on YouTube. Uh, put in Faith Wins movie on YouTube. Catch Bruce's performance on there. He's great. Thanks so much, Bruce. Thank you. And uh, never eat prunes on an empty stomach. <laughs> never do. The best is yet to come. We will be in touch. Bruce Bomb, everybody. See you next week on the Vegas Voice Radio Show. I'm John the Announcer. Thanks for listening. Stop by the Vegas Voice website, thevegasvoice.net. It's the voice for your health, wealth, and good times. Thevegasvoice.net. And then visit my website, johntheannouncer.com. You know, Rich and I love it when you come by to say hello. We know there's a lot of things you could be doing. The fact that you've chosen to spend a little time with us means the world. It really does. So join us next time for more of this, The Vegas Voice.